0: Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois.
1: Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 226. Tonight, Matt and Doug do a split topic talk about reducing friction in your workflow. Matt discusses some thoughts he's been having on work-life balance. Doug talks about session recalls and pain points he's resolved with a new software package by Session Recall. Enjoy the show. Hey. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm doing
0: really good. Oh, good to hear. Happy Friday. Yeah. It's yep. Friday as we're recording this. I don't know what day it is when you're listening to this, but have a, I hope you're having a great
1: day. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this on Monday, we just we're here to give you hope that Friday's coming friday's coming (laughs) it's friday somewhere no 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 it's uh it'll be
0: friday somewhere (laughs) i don't know oh my god i'm melting it'll be five o'clock somewhere you know yeah it's oh it's five o'clock here i had a i just had a see point proven (laughs) (laughs) my mind just went blank i swear to god it's 96 degrees here and uh, this is the first time I've done a podcast with the windows open because it's so hot. I'm melting. I actually decided it was too hot for closed-back headphones. I put on my open-back headphones. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what I had was I was watching I watched an episode of The Sopranos while I was installing some software and had a—what's the thing with the Campari and the—
1: I don't know. Campari gin and— Never heard of it. No, come on. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I I'm going to have to google Campari I think.
0: The Negroni, I had a Negroni. I had a Negroni. It was strong, okay, Negronis. I've heard of that. Negronis are strong. They're uh you know it's Campari.
1: And you had that gin. right. You had that right before recording, right? I did. <laughs> and here <laughs> can you tell we get to the bottom of the
0: <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> it's a little bit of a mind eraser. Yeah, no it's been a long week and a long day. And it's so freaking hot, man. But the breeze is picking up. It's all good.
1: So where's the silver lining then? You know,
0: now that's the that is the silver line. the The breeze is picking up. I had an Negroni. It's Friday afternoon. I have a three day weekend because I took Monday <laughs> off. Um,
1: well, a nice and, long uh, Father's Day weekend for you then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We decided, and uh, maybe I shouldn't broadcast this. This is this is this is like a new secret. We're gonna take off the day after Mother's Day and Father's Day so that we can celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day with the in-laws, because that's their time, and then have an extra day that's our time. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, right. You got to kind of work that And I don't know why we didn't think
0: of this 20 years ago, (laughs) but what a brilliant idea. Anyway, I took off off the day after Father's Day so I can have a
1: day. I used to, well, we used to take um, vacation over Father's Day every year. We've done all of our what we quote epic vacations and they have been, you know, over like a 10 day period with father's day encapsulated in that time period somewhere.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. (laughs) No. Normally it's been kind of an unholiday, but that's partly because we, you know, it's never about, you know, us. It's always about the in-laws, you know, my wife's parents. So, uh, you know, like (laughs) I end up having the in-laws over and cooking for them instead of, Having you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> so then it becomes an unholiday. So this will be nice. Anyway, I'm glad that the weekend has begun, and uh, here we are. Here we zooming. are zooming. Here we are zooming. Well, this isn't as bad as like you know the six zooms that I had yesterday, <laughs> because I don't have to be you know on camera and talking about work stuff that I don't care about. But yeah, this is much more enjoyable.
1: So your your levels good, but I wanted to ask you how's your balance? <laughs> how's my balance? Because um, you know, balance has been off. Like you know, level's really important, like in a mix, <laughs> you know. And you got to get your gain staging right and everything, right? But right. That, that doesn't mean anything if you don't have a good balance going, you know. And you you've just got your your mix laid out and everything is kind of in its pocket and and uh, and working together. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, it's important to have your levels, you know, your energy levels. It's important to have your gains, (laughs) you know, and it's important to have your balance right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I had a a lot of stuff going on this week with uh, regarding the whole concept of uh, balance. I was in a chat on Thursday. Wait, that was yesterday. Um, There's a chat that I like to jump into called Freelance Chat, and uh, that's on Twitter. And yesterday, there was a guest, and they were talking about balance. And the guest, um, whose name, interestingly, was Matthew Fenton, (laughs) um, his deal is he doesn't call it work-life balance. He just calls it life balance because work is a part of life. You're not balancing your life with your work. You're just balancing your life with all the elements within it. And I really like that idea that you're just... You know, getting the pieces of your life balanced rather than trying to balance against work or with work as if it's, uh, you know, an adversary or, uh, you know, separate entity that you need to work with or for or against. It's just part of your life, you know? So that, and then we had the chat today, DIY music chat. We also talked a little bit about, um, balancing, you know, fitting your music in and around having a full-time job as I have always had and always had to do and that's all that's, that's that always looks different you know at some point you know I was commuting by bus and mixing on the bus and working at home one day and doing some recording on that day in addition to work and and now I'm I'm the opposite now I'm at home all the time and in the work in in the office one day because of uh remote work and so I'm I'm having to time block differently but finding different ways to to balance all the the various i call it pillars the the various pillars of my life family you know right. self care and rest work work um if you call it your side hustle if you call it your avocation if you call it your your passion work whatever you call it um that's another pillar of of you know what keeps you going and keeps you motivated It's all, it's all, it is, yes, all a matter of balance. And balance doesn't mean you do everything all at once. And it doesn't mean you give everything equal time in the same day. It just means that it all works out in a way that's hopefully fruitful in all arenas.
1: Yeah. I found that time blocking for me, I mean, I'd like to do it and it sets up a structure, but it provides no flexibility. And so I use it more as a guideline on what what I'm hoping I can do but depending yeah. on how things go, it may not pan out the way that I envisioned it, you know? So a little bit plans in the sand kind of thing and taking things as they come and not getting upset if that doesn't work out to my plan, you know, because you know, things happen and it's not that you, you didn't account for something or there's so many things out of you know one's control that can occur that affect time that and if you're busy, you know, and we're busy, sure, and we're busy, and it really comes down to prioritization, mm-hmm. I think, and you know, so as you're looking at, here's the goals and but here's where we're at. and so what's the priority of the current uh, list of of things from the goals that we need to address, you know, whatever that may be, you know and so, you know, I mean, oftentimes it's like, well, maybe I can get 30 minutes of guitar practice in, you know, at least if I get that in, I'll feel good about having done it, you know? Yeah. And, and then maybe I might even be able to put two 30-minute blocks together, just the the next block's going to be this evening, and instead of being able to put an hour together or something and trying to remain flexible. Because in my goals, I said I wanted to do an hour on Saturday. I didn't say all at once, you know?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. And maybe sometimes two, two 15 minute sessions is better than 30 minutes straight. But yeah, I've tried a lot of tactics and it's interesting. Maybe they don't all work for the same person in every season of your life. But, you know, I've tried certain things like saying, okay, Monday is going to be an administration day. If I find time to do stuff, I'm going to do administration work. And then Tuesday would be a, you know, a practice day. And then Wednesday would be like a writing day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like have designated days, but that kind of fell down because unless you have time blocks, it then you don't, then you're like, oh, I'll, I'll get to that. Or, oh, this seems more important right now or whatever. But, um, and then there's the whole idea of, okay, you have the one thing that you're going to do today. And if you, you do that first, you know, you eat the frog, right? First thing in the morning or, and you, everything else falls to the side until you do that one thing. And then everything else becomes easier. Have you ever seen that that uh there's probably a video on it it's the idea of um you know if you have your if you do the big things first then the little things can fit in around the cracks and it was like uh you know it's a the the best description of this is if you have a jar and then you have a bunch of uh you know balls or rocks of varying sizes if you if you put the gravel in first then the big rocks don't fit but if you put the big rocks in the jar first then all the gravel fits around the big rocks and the idea there is that you know if you do the big, important things and and time block those and make time for them, then you can find the time for the little things, the gravel of your the gravel of your day uh, fits in around those things you know the little email here, the little phone call there fits in around the time blocked, important stuff that always seems
1: to get pushed to the side if you feel like you don't have the time for it. yeah, didn't that analogy end with the guy pouring water into that? yeah class. And his point was remaining flexible and and fluid, so right. and that because when you you know take those things and I think he was more saying rather than it's admin day, it's it's admin ten minutes because I got this little admin right. thing to do. I'm gonna do that right, yeah. now. you know and uh, and taking care of those things as they come, so you don't have a big buildup of a whole week's worth of admin to do and then you have to block a whole day out for it.
0: Yeah, but my point my my falling down is that, you know, if you have your email open and you just take things, even if they're little things, two minute things, five minute things, if you take them all as they come in and go, Oh, I can just take care of that, oh, I can just take care of that. Oh, I can just take care of that, suddenly your day is gone and you're like you didn't accomplish anything. Here's something that I just started working on is like I'm I'm i I'm taking a um a vocal class. And I'm committed to practicing every day, which is something that I have not been committing to for some time now. And the thing that I'm doing right now that I've never really done before is, okay, I've kind of picked a time during the day for each day and not the same time every day because my days are different um, when I'm going to practice singing for half an hour or whatever. And if something comes up and bumps that, instead of, and now, you, you know, like, Sometimes you go, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Oh, something came up or I'm too busy. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go tomorrow. Instead of saying, I'm going to practice. I'm like, oh, something came up on to practice tomorrow because I didn't hit that time that I allotted for it. You know, you have Google calendar or whatever. You have your calendar. You just move it to a different time. Like, oh, something came up at three o'clock. Well, then I'll sing at five o'clock. Something came up at 10 o'clock. Oh, then I'll move my, move it to three 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that I'd never really is it seems so simple and so obvious when you say it like that, but I'd never really did it before. It's like, oh, I had this time allotted, this time block, but something came up that I, I can't put off. Uh, so I guess I'll I'll do it maybe tomorrow when I have another time block. Well, maybe that's gonna get bumped too, you don't know. But rescheduling it is 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 more true to your task and true to yourself, and you're kind of honoring yourself when you're true to something that you've said you're gonna commit to. And, and it's okay to bump it for something that may have come up that, like, you know, work calls and you have to jump on this emergent thing or life happens or you have to take somebody to the emergency room. You know what? Stuff happens. Yeah. And okay, if that happens, yeah, it's okay that you didn't get in your 15 minutes of singing or guitar practice. Today. You can do it. You can do that tomorrow. But otherwise, stuff happens every day that can bump stuff. Just reschedule it and honor that. Honor that commitment. You don't have to do it for longer than you honored it for, but. You, know, you can't just kick it down the road all the time, or else you'll just never
1: do it at all. Yeah. Well, like, I'm curious because, like, singing practice seems like something that you might be able to multitask. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, you could like, like you can sing you, your, your e- Zoom emails as you're, you're writing them or something. Or? <laughs> That's a, actually not a bad idea. No, when I started, you know, I can, I, uh, like, I've been known to, you know, if, if I'm not an active participant in a Zoom meeting, for instance. I can practice guitar during that if I'm on mute. I don't have the camera on, and uh, I don't necessarily feel comfortable to be seen during that time. But um, I will. I will now schedule it for right after. Oh, the a Zoom mute button. Meeting. I thought it was. Uh. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Certain people have gotten in a lot of trouble for that kind of thing. But you know, I'll schedule it for right after a Zoom meeting when I'm already sitting here at my computer and I'm and I have everything open. And like, why not? You know, pull up my lesson and just continue on i'm already sitting here if it's only going to be 15 minute time block or 30 minute time block then why not so that's what i'm doing now that's working for me this week uh of all the things that i've tried
1: that's that's something that um
0: i've never really tried before well and, you got to uh, get it It's like, working
1: for me what is it 27 days you got to make it 27 days to
0: yeah that's what they say 27 is it 27 days I yeah, I think so.
1: 27, yeah
0: i think uh, it's in atomic habits right it's like 27 yeah. days to make a habit. That's a great book, by the way, Atomic Habits. I gave it to my kid to read, and he put it in this pile of stuff that I gave <laughs> to read. Like, yeah, I'll get to that. Like, come on, man. <laughs> That's habit one. Read 30 minutes a day. Read a chapter a day. That's habit one. It's in the book. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> like, come on. Oh. Anyway, time blocking, making time, those are the things that are working for me. And, and move into your schedule I'm being flexible understand that you know yeah okay four o'clock isn't going to work every day but maybe four thirty will this day or maybe three o'clock will this day you know be a little flexible give yourself the grace but honor your commitments to yourself be your be your future self's best friend anyway that's <laughs> the end of my lesson what do you what are you uh what's on your mind this week doug uh man you know i don't recall <laughs> you don't recall <laughs>
1: I think you do recall. I think you have total recall. (laughs) I do have. I have total session recall. I had been thinking about little pains in the butt stuff. And one of those is recalling sessions. And I've been experimenting with some different stuff. At first, I started out just taking photographs of my device's compressor and stuff like that. And... Uh, what I found is, you know, and then like saving. First of all, that's a pain in the butt because when it's on my phone; it's not on my computer. So I got to after I take the photo, I got to send it over to my computer. So there's like barrier one. Oh uh, yeah. And then once I get over to my computer, then I got to get it into um, my uh, session folder, uh, and, you know, to um, to save it there. So I'm lucky if that happens. I, I've ended up with the Google Drive of the of the same image where I'm going. Hey which session is that <laughs> right right you know it's the same image with different settings of you know of hardware you know and the idea it, what we're what I'm talking about is being able to go back into a session later and pick up where you left off with the same settings and everything now in in the the in the box paradigm you don't really worry about this because when you save your session all of your settings for all of your plugins and everything are saved. So when you open that back up again, you have everything set up the way that it was. Even if you went to a a new session, when you came back to it, everything was reset for you to where it was when you left it. You know, if you say the,
0: the only, the only thing there, and this is something that I've taught myself is, is the naming convention calling it, you know, version one, version two, final one, final two, that, Never yeah. Were. So I've started making it by the date. Here's today's session.
1: Yeah. You can automate that stuff too in in your saves uh as an action to append the um the date to the save if you want to, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have yep. to do that. Like when I render, I have it uh I have it append a number to the end of it automatically. So that way if if I render more than once, then I have render one, render two, render three. Um, because I actually have the Created dates in the metadata already. So I can just see that easy. Oh, okay. Yep. As to what the date was and time. So I don't save that anymore. I used to. And then I have wildcards available to uh, like save this file name automatically of my session. Like if it just depends what I'm doing. I I usually am only working with like one track. So I uh, can save that. As a, as a track name if I want. Or, you know, the first thing I do is I create a folder and I create the, the session file name. And then I use the session file name then for the, the render name when I'm generating the WAV files and stuff like that. And I just, it uses a dollar sign wildcard
0: oh, title, you know, <laughs> and,
1: and that just automatically creates the name of the file for me. So yeah, automating that kind of stuff is kind of hard to do outside the box. Now, as I was saying, so taking photos of the setups and saving those, it works. The thing that I found is though is that, and especially with with controls that uh, that aren't stepped, and and if you're looking at a at a photo. No matter if you get it square right on, you've still got a spread going sure. outward, and and so it's you can't tell exactly what a setting of a knob is on the right compared to a setting right down the pipe in the middle where you you know yeah. you can't say, and so unless you take like three pictures and now it's even a bigger pain in the ass, and so <laughs> having accurate recall with images with photography is just a I don't like it it's just not precise enough for me it's
0: never gonna be more than really close yeah
1: right yeah and so and and especially if you have
0: one one piece of hardware leading into another piece of hardware that difference may be more than
1: minute it may actually like be noticeable yeah and and guys like matt will pick that shit up like every time you
0: know (laughs) i mean like dude it's over compressed what (laughs) happened there oh
1: i had it like the tiniest it's like a millimeter (laughs) up. (laughs) and so I went to i said okay i got an idea pretty much every piece of hardware comes with recall sheets okay and those are designed to print out and and um and then you can just like make copies of that and you know and <laughs> it sounds right. like too much work i know that's how they did it uh, for i know decades, i haven't but, owned a printer in 10 years <laughs> or more you know and uh, are so, you
0: serious yeah we don't use paper you don't even own a printer we don't what? Own, we don't own paper dude oh my god who are you <laughs> We'll have that I'm that guy time. out there hugging
1: the trees, okay?
0: <laughs> That's me. I'll hug a tree. I'll will hug a you'll tree hug a but tree then I'll and like then you'll go make paper out make of it, Make paper out it. of
1: it. <laughs> and then no, draw but, the tree. You know what? And paper would this paper would have been good for this cuz I could have just had a little folder with a few pieces of uh, sheets of paper in it, you know, for sessions and then you know, but eventually I need to get that in and save, in you know, with the session. So I got a hard copy. So I was but like, This okay. just sounds
0: less accurate because now you're drawing a picture instead of taking well, they, a picture. Well, they you're actually, drawing a picture. No,
1: they actually give you a, like a a graphic of the device, and then you can like make little marks or or actually write in the actual values for the for each oh, knob and stuff like I that. See. Okay. Okay. And so I was, I was, like, okay, let's take the paper concept, and I'll, I'm going to go into Adobe Acrobat, and I took the session recall sheet and made a PDF out of it, and then I made the PDF editable, and I added fields to it, and and I made a template, and so then I, I grab the template and I save it, and then I go in and I, I can tab through each field and enter the values in, and that was actually that that's actually working pretty good. I, I would say that of all the things that I've tried. If you can get a PDF that's editable, has fields in it, you know, you can then it's on your computer. You, you, you open up the template, you create a new copy, save it in your session, and uh, set up, you know, all of your settings on there. And then you come back to your set, your session, you can just open a PDF and, and get all your recalls from there.
0: Yeah, that's pretty clever. And I think Microsoft Word now edits PDFs.
1: Yeah. And so that, worked okay and but then i found this thing and um i guess i should state that we're not um <laughs> we're not yet sponsored we're not by yet but if you would happy but i'd like down I, I some stuff we'd, we'd be were. happy to so I, I found this piece of software called session recall a great name and you know because i was actually just i was looking for i was looking for like Is there, I wonder if there's like session recall templates out there that are better than what I'm doing, you know? And, (laughs) and, you know, there's all, there's actually some hardware out there that has plugins that go with them so that you can save the settings. But but I don't have, that would be like a, like Tegler has some devices that have plugins that go with them that you can, the plugin actually updates when you change something on the hardware device, and the hardware device actually updates when you change something on the plugin. Okay, hmm. and those those are in sync. And when you save your session, it saves it in the plugin just like it was. And so when you open that back up again, your nice automated knobs turn to where they were in your session the last time, and you're set and ready to go. Pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. But I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Session sounds
0: really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That would be nice. So, if you end up with some gear like that, that would be pretty sweet. Um, But I found Session Recall and it's at uh, session recall.com. And, guys, I, I really think this is a neat piece of software. It's simple. Okay. And it allows you to download your device. OK, so you can download your Alicia compressor, your dangerous hardware, your tektronics, whatever. There's hundreds, if not thousands of devices that you can download and basically build your rack. So um, there's patch base. So you can recall your how your patch base were, were set up so you can create a full view of your rack for your entire session and how you had everything configured and patched together pretty neat so yeah i'm on
0: their website right now
1: <laughs> yeah and the the main software for it is free you you pay for the devices and those are only like 4 or 5 dollars per device somewhere in that neighborhood oh, wow. and they're interactive you can move the knobs and flip the switches and push the buttons you know and have things either engaged or disengaged or whatever state they are um, like with my patch bay, I can choose a color and then select the patch points that are connected with that color. And so I can recall those again. I was hoping that it would actually draw the draw the patch cable. I think that would be cool, but it didn't. It <laughs> just it cool. just gives you like a, a couple little dots showing this point connects to this point, you know. But what this stuff does, uh, you can save complete configurations of one or more devices. And uh, and save a session and then I can go back and what it does is I have now I have a database of sessions and I can go back and recall those sessions anytime that I want to and pull it up. It's I have yet to I need to see if I can export, but I don't know that I need to, Um, because the other thing that I always like to do is like get that thing, whatever it was, into the session folder. With all the... Right. So it's all in one place. But I don't think it actually needs to happen anymore because now all my sessions are all in one place and I'm good with that. And and they're not required for the audio other than my setup if I do end up coming back to it. And it's not a 100% of the time that I have to come back to a session. I, that doesn't... where I've changed in between, if you know what I mean. Uh, so right. if it's within 24 hours, it's likely that I'm in the same session anyway. I haven't left it. And it just depends on the links of your jobs and how many jobs you got. And if you're, I do have times where I have multiple um, client work that I'm and you know, I'm getting one done and I move to another session right after that one. And then I, and I send a demo out and might get feedback. Hey, I need you to jump back in and, and do something else. Or uh, the mix engineer decided to change something. So can you drop this back in and tweak it as whatever it needs? You know, that type of stuff happens. and. So I could just go back to my my session recall and and bring up the se- the session that I left as long as I saved it and it it's nice because it takes the same amount of time to set up that recall as it did to create it on the hardware device in the first place. So yeah, um, for just there's so much there's so many devices. I'm sure that it's not a hundred percent comprehensive. There's probably a lot of stuff. It doesn't have, but they have generic devices, so you can kind of, it might be like my, they didn't have my patch bay, but they had a 24-point okay. patch bay, you know what I mean? I it didn't have to have my patch bay, I just need, and it has features on it, mine doesn't have, but I, well, I don't, just don't pay attention to those, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I wonder if you could submit your patch bay. Uh, really yeah, like I'm it. not sure, they, uh, I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Well, their site says 200 brands, uh, 1,167 racks, 477 modules. So yeah, I assume it's growing. That's not a round number by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I know. And so they're, while they're not, they're not affiliated with any of the brands, it seems like they've they got a good thing going. And they've got permission from all the brands to do this. And I, I actually just saw Alicia, um post about it the other day. If you've, you know, they were saying something like, uh, "Have you got your session recall on?" Nice. And they were tagging session recall on that. So, and now I'm seeing Elysia come up in the, you know, it's right on the front page here is one of the, um, one of the devices, you know, in the rack. So I think, you know, with permission, they're using all of these devices, so they're legit, and it's nice looking. And, uh, you know, so if you have, if you add a new piece of gear, you can go download that device. You know, it's likely that they have it, and uh, you know, within about like thirty seconds, that device is loaded in. You spent four bucks or something like that on it. It's right in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty slick, man. Yeah, and uh, and then you've got a database of every session and whatever configuration was in that session for everything that you do. And it's much, that's much more than I was ever doing because, you know, it was like one PDF for each device. And I wasn't, actually, I hadn't been uh, setting up recalls on my uh, patch bay because I didn't think about it until I was like, hey, I should be recalling my patch bay. And then (laughs) I looked it up and they had patch bays and I was like, yeah, this is cool. So, so anyway, I wanted to share that because when I was excited about it, again, we're not sponsored by session recall, but we'd be happy to be. And, (laughs) you know, but I thought you guys, our listeners, you know, if, if that's something that you have a little bit of a pain point in, I would check this out. It's, it's pretty neat. And I wouldn't say that if I didn't think so myself, because I'm using it myself. So it, uh, uh, it was something that I just wanted to let people know about. And um, I, I guess that's something, you know, I don't need to be get a sponsorship to do stuff like that. To, if there's something I think oh, sure. is cool and works well and it's solving a problem for me, I'm excited about that, you know? Yeah, same. But anyway, that was what I was thinking about. Yeah, that's very cool. Getting all of my device recall balanced and feeling, you know, in a in a state of of kind of rack feng shui. (laughs) I like it.
0: I like it. (laughs) Rack feng shui. Um, Well, speaking of gear, I guess I don't know when. Maybe we'll cut this out, but I'll follow up on. You know, I had ordered some uh, some stands for my monitor.
1: Oh yes, you've been very quiet about the stands.
0: I have been quiet about the stands. It took a long time to get here, and then it turned out that, um, like a dum-dum, I had ordered the wrong size. I knew that they, these are the ISO-acoustic stands, and they're. I will say, first of all, they're very well made. I really enjoyed the kit. Um, I would buy them again, but I'm not going to. Um, I knew they came in a size for a subwoofer, and then I knew they came in size for near-fields. I didn't know that the near-field ones came in multiple sizes based on the size of your near-fields. So I ordered ones that were too small, but it turned out that when I used them just as a test, they, um, they didn't make a noticeable difference over the isolation pads that I have now. So I sent them back Uh. and that's why I haven't mentioned them. Um, if you don't have any isolation stands or pads for your monitors, um, they're very nice. Uh, they are. Uh, they range from ninety dollars to probably one hundred and thirty dollars, depending on the size that you buy. And then the ones for your subwoofer. Is that or more?
1: Is that? Is that prepare?
0: Yeah, for a pair. Uh, it's a little kit, and basically it comes with uh, like the top and bottom, and then it comes with short tubes, metal tubes. Yeah. To to barely raise them up about I would say two or three inches, and then longer tubes to raise them up much higher. Like um, and can you use like short tubes inches. and long
1: tubes so you can angle and stuff like that too?
0: Mm, yeah, and you can angle them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so I set them up, I angled them, and I measured the room, and it was basically exactly like the, <laughs> the reading that I had before with the foam, uh foam guys that I use now that are also angled. And because I would have had to return, exchange, and pay shipping, uh, I decided to just return them and not buy them again. But if I didn't have any. And I didn't have to pay shipping twice, I would have bought them again. They were very well made and I was uh I was definitely impressed with the the make of them. Um but for my room, clearly it's the room that has those particular peaks and valleys and not these stands. So yeah. and it's probably because and I should have guessed that because my calleys are front ported, not rear ported. So it's not really the it's not really the wall that's the issue or the or the stand that's the issue anyway that's the well, that's too that. bad it is too bad but um i i did like the product i thought it was very well made and uh well designed
1: that's why i was quiet about it I i see yeah <laughs> I, I was gonna ask but it's like well he'll 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 come he'll, he'll come out he'll when he's me. ready you know yeah I, <laughs> yeah
0: and sweetwater is very good about returns oh they're and awesome all that yeah. stuff yeah i mean i always like sweetwater
1: i just got a delivery from sweetwater today did you? Yeah, and you know, and I've Did given you a, get your, your a bit of
0: honey, your jawbreaker, and your uh, tootsie roll? I did.
1: I did. And I, I I no longer hide that stuff. I I just throw it on the kitchen counter. And honey, where's all this candy coming from? Yeah, yeah, we don't have that anymore.
0: I found the. It's just because I think you're so sweet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I picked up a set of uh, wireless microphone. Uh, transmitter and receiver for my oh. live uh uh gig um for, oh, for cool. the singer the, the last gig the singer was like getting himself completely he, he's re, he's real active and he's yeah. you know running around and twisting around and everything and he's getting all tangled up and uh and the microphone cables getting pulled out of the microphone, and all kinds of oh, was that's, like, That's
0: no fun for anybody. <laughs> no,
1: you know, we had like the emergency run up on stage and switch cable thing going on, and uh, all kinds of stuff. And I was like, that's it. So <laughs> I got some cool uh, wireless transmitter receiver. Well, we're, I'm going to have a cable on the stage ready to go. Yeah. And uh, because you just don't know, you know, it's got. Five hours of battery life. It should be more than enough. But we do start, you know, uh, we certainly start set up and sound check is is Right. right in that area. So I'll probably sound check, take them off, put them in the charger, and then put them back on again. And then, you know... What's it going to be like when we get a bunch of heads in there and a bunch of cell phones and we've got a bunch of people using the house Wi-Fi and Oh yeah, you that's going to be interesting. What, what kind of stuff is going to you know? Is there going to be interference? You know, is it, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I you know, there's nothing better spinal than a good old cable. You know,
0: <laughs> spinal <laughs> so. tap when they were on the air force base as guitar started picking up the the, <laughs> <laughs> the air traffic control. <laughs> I'm sure they've come a long way since. Yeah. That.
1: Anyway, I'm um, looking forward to trying. It. I hope they work out. I think the singer's gonna be really happy with them. Yeah. And hopefully oh, sure. it'll free him up. He won't have to worry about that. And you know, and you know, in the end, hopefully that'll um make a better performance, you know, where it's not um being interrupted with, you know, dealing with cable stuff. So
0: yeah, and I think that the overall theme now then is um reducing friction in your workflow, right? Yeah. Like any place that you can reduce a pain point or friction, like you know what, take care of that. Yeah, I mean, and then it makes everything better.
1: I'm I'm with you.
0: (laughs) If that's if that's if that's your time in your day, if that's your speaker stands, if that's your monitor or your your workflow recall, hey, whatever you can do to reduce your friction and get to the creativity, get to the good stuff, do that thing. It's worth it. That's so crazy. You brought
1: all that together like that. Boom! Like like you thought I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I mean, I mean, out of nowhere. It's unity. I unity. mean. <laughs> <laughs> Synergy. It's my deal. Cool. Well, on that note. Well, um, I hope everybody has had a happy Father's Day when you're listening to this. Yes. And I uh, hope you had a great week, and I hope you survived this heat
0: wave and not melting somewhere. And, and uh, had a great week and a great weekend. And uh, thanks for listening. Yep. Subscribe. <laughs> like, subscribe, and share. Reviews. Boom. refuse (laughs) tell a friend
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right have a great week cheers everybody cheers (laughs) see you later